true crime stories um but trigger warning there will be some graphic descriptions people kind of got suspicious because she like literally looked like she was like possessed by something but why i don't know that exactly. i mean they're trying to hide something. yeah and they there have been several suicides at that hotel mm-hmm. yes. several incidents and the fact that after this case they had to change their name that the cecil hotel does have like a history of like being like a hot pot for crime life sentence in prison as well as 48 more years for the other crimes but you're putting people who haven't done anything on death row but people who murdered their family not on death row it's just a joke of a system in the big world this week we're going to be discussing true crime stories um but trigger warning there will be some graphic descriptions and it won't be for everyone but having said that let's just get started okay so i'll start and i want to start with quite a popular case you've probably heard of this one um so this is about elisa lam and her body was found in a water tank atop the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles on February 19th, 2013. She'd been reported missing at the beginning of the month and um, maintenance, sorry, sorry, (laughs) maintenance workers at the hotel discovered the body when investigating guest complaints of problems with the water supply. So her disappearance was very widely reported, um, increased Increased the it was increased interest five days prior to the discovery of her body when the Los Angeles Police Department released a video of the last time she was known to have been seen on the day of her disappearance by an ele- by an elevator security camera in the hotel. In the footage, Lam is seen exiting and re-entering the elevator, talking and gesturing in the hallway outside, and sometimes seeming to hide within the elevator. The video went viral on the internet with many viewers reporting that they found it unsettling. Explanations range from claims of paranormal involvement to bipolar disorder, for which Lam took medication. It has also been argued that the video was altered prior to release. Um, her body was, when it was found, her body was naked with most of her clothes and personal effects floating in the water near her. It took the Los Angeles County Coroner's Office four months after repeated delays to release the autopsy report, which reports no evidence of physical trauma and states that the manner of death was accidental. So those are basically all the case facts that she was found naked. Is. That's what yes. like struck out to me first. Um, um, it was apparently it was reported that she had like anal bleeding wow. in the autopsy, but so it clearly wasn't her. I mean, it could have been people. So like the elevator footage, footage I think was when people kind of got suspicious because she like literally looked like she was like possessed by something. Most most bodies are found naked though, because if you've killed someone, your fingerprints and DNA will be on their clothes. So they usually strip naked. Yeah, but they left the clothes beside yeah. her. Yeah, oh. beside her. Like they just found her and then her clothes oh, floating okay. next to her. But then, like, even if it was her, why would she take her clothes off anyway? Okay. Um, so, are there any conspiracy theories about what you guys think happened? I just find it very strange. Like, in my head, like she, she does have um, bipolar, doesn't she? So that could actually describe what's happening in the elevator isn't it um does it no i don't like because she but like in the footage if you've seen it like she's like pressing all the buttons like rapidly and she's like and she like um hops out of the elevator and she looks like she's looking for somebody like she's hiding from somebody and then i think she sees somebody because it looks like she the way she reacts it's like she saw somebody and then she jumps back in and she hides in the corner and then she jumps like she gets out of the elevator and she starts clawing at the air and then she gets back in, and then the footage goes black. But um, the appara- footage was black. Yeah, apparently it just goes black. And, but so that means that isn't just her, then, is it? Apparently, like no. the footage was edited, and like they, the police cut like a minute out of it. 
But why? I don't know. They, exactly, I mean, they're trying to hide something. Yeah, and they slowed it down at parts as well to make it to make up for like the minute that they took out. So there's what a lot of like uh, apparently people think there's someone sketchy in the actual like police department yeah, covering maybe. something up, or maybe someone in like the management of the hotel. hotel. I mean, um, mm. I read about the hotel when I first heard of this case, and there have been several suicides at that hotel, mm, yes. several incidents, and the fact that after this case they had to change their name, and I think, but even if they did, people know what happened at the hotel. Um, yeah, it's just the the timing, the placement, and the manner of death. It just it just doesn't seem like I don't want to say natural because it obviously is a natural, but it doesn't seem like it would flow. Yeah, it doesn't fit right. Is there any cameras near the water tank? Or do you not really mention no, that? No, they didn't mention that. But that the Cecil Hotel does have like a history of like being like a hot pot for crime. Yeah. Yeah, there's like serial killers that resided there. And there's also been a suicide where one woman actually, she threw herself off the building and she hit um like something like a pedestrian on the street and they both died. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That's like... I think what happened was she was being not chased but she was being stalked after by another person who wanted her dead or maybe uh, out of passion or out of hate we don't know um and then he succeeded or they succeeded in that crime and she ended up in the water tank but then like i'm i'm not not that like experienced with people with bipolar but um could she have done that all by herself and like she kind of imagined someone there thinking um what if they switched her meds though i understand where this is coming from but it in the nice in in this most sensitive way possible um anisa lamb sounds a bit too irrelevant for the cia or fbi to get involved if that makes sense well we'll never know what happened fully so if you want to move on to the next story Neha, do you want to take this one think of partially um my one actually like well had an ending or like they know what happened so yeah um you guys have probably like heard about this or you might have seen it because it's a netflix documentary right now um but it's called um the american murder the family next door so in 2018 shannon watts who was pregnant at the time and her two daughters went missing from their home and their family story became worldwide news once when the case began to unravel (laughs) around 2 a.m on august 13 2018 a friend of Shannon's called Nicole rang the police saying that she was concerned for her well-being. She dropped Shannon home in the early hours of the morning after a business trip and hadn't been able to get hold of her since. She noted that Shannon had missed an appointment. That afternoon, the police searched the Watts family home but found no signs of foul play and all of Shannon's belongings were still there. It then it was then that Shannon and her two daughters, four-year-old Bella and three-year-old Celeste, were declared were declared as missing chris watts appears to be confused and the lost husband telling the police he didn't know what to do and appealing for information to do to do with his wife and daughter's whereabouts but his story kept changing police went through his phone records and found that he had been having an affair with a co-worker on august 15th chris failed a polygraph test he then promised to tell the police everything he knew if he was allowed to speak to his father first this was granted and Chris confessed to his father that of what he had done. He had killed his pregnant wife and his two daughters. Investigators found the bodies where Chris had said they were. Anadarko Petroleum was where Chris was working at the time. On August 21st, 2018, Chris Watts was charged. But his story continued to change. At first, he said he killed Shannon in a fear, in a fit of rage after seeing her kill their daughters. He said that she knew about his affair and was upset, and this was her revenge. But in 
but in November of the same year, he confessed to killing the girls too. He then pleaded guilty to all nine counts against him, five counts of, of first-degree murder, including two additional counts of his daughters because they were under 12, one count of unlawful termination of a pregnancy, and three counts of tempering with a deceased human body. Even at this point, he hadn't told the full story of what happened that day. He later told the investigators he and Shannon had argued over their relationship and he wished for her to leave, so he killed her. This woke up the two young girls who asked what was going on. He took Shannon's body and the two girls were killed at the oil site. That's it. That's oh the entire God. story. Oh and then he's now serving a five life sentence in prison, as well as 48 more years for the other crimes. Wow. I mean, it's just a life sentence, though, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's five life sentences. That's 125 years. As well as 84, 84 more years for the other... It says 84. Oh, wow. So, basically, his entire life. I mean, Why it's not... deserved. I mean, he's American, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Why not put him on death row? Um, uh, yeah. I don't really know. I mean, I, mean, it, I yeah. think they were... I think the maybe, maybe, they were going to but... put him on death row. I mean, I, I don't support the death punishment, like... But I have to sound But this like, is basically the same thing. I mean, I don't, it's not the same thing, but... It's you know arguably I mean. worse. But, like, if you have the death punishment where such a heinous crime has happened, but you're putting people who haven't done anything on death row, but people who murdered their family not on death row, it's just a joke of a system. I get your point, but obviously, like, with death, it's short and easy. Well, yeah. in my opinion, with, like, having a life sentence, you have to deal with the suffering. Yeah. You know what I find really weird is the fact that, like... Um, they found out that he did kill his wife, but then he kept changing his story, which is kind of really annoying. Because when I was watching documentary, I remember like at first he said that it was his wife who killed the daughters. So like I hate like I hated his wife. Then we found out that he killed his wife, and then we found out he killed his daughters as well. And it just he kept changing his story, which was really weird. Maybe he was like thinking, oh, like how do I? What's yeah. the quickest way to yeah. get all this? And then he didn't do that at all then. Huh? No, no, he, he did. He did. He did. He, did. he, he, did. Did. Okay. he confessed to it. In the documentary, basically, his the lady he was having an affair with, hmm. like uh, there was like text messages, text messages that were like revealed, and uh, something about like she said to him, like, "Oh, if your wife like doesn't back off, like I'll kill her, I'll kill her." And stuff. Yeah, but when people say that, does she really mean it? No, I, but, like, I doubt she genuinely but, meant but, it. But, but then, that clearly. That still shows intention. Yeah. But in a court of law, if you say, I'm going to kill you, that still shows that you would. That's assault, actually. That's assault. Yeah. Assault is not physical. Battery is physical. Assault is like literally threatening. I I just, I can't believe, (laughs) like, I can't believe how anyone can kill anyone, like, even out of rage. Especially their own children. Exactly. No, because the only reason he didn't want to kill his children, but it's because when he went to go bury Shannon, I think they woke up or something and they started asking. There's more logical ways. Four years old, he could have just said, Mummy's just gone. I know, but like, I mean, he shouldn't have done it. I'm not saying he should have, but like, they would have like then told the police. Or they could have. They're three years old. They can barely speak. No, but they they know what's going on. They would have, like, heard her scream or, you know. I think it was just a rash decision. Yeah. I feel like afterwards... Like, because I genuinely don't think he wanted to kill his children at first because otherwise he would would have just killed them all at the same time. Why did he take them and then kill them? People say that the reason he, like, the motive behind it, because, like, he never really said, but it's, like, because he thought that because the, the lady he was having an affair with like he thought that his wife and his children were stopping him from having a new life so he was like the only way to get rid of them is to kill them which is like the most Ridiculous stupid thing. thing yeah 
Because it didn't really mention the other woman, does it really? Yeah, the, the no. documentary goes into detail. You should watch it. What's it called? Uh, American... The American Murder Story, The Family Next Door. Wow. Wait, so who actually found the body, did it say? I'm pretty sure he the police told no, the he, police. Yeah, he told the police where the body was. He confessed to his dad. Like he was like he the police like the people that were questioning him like left the room and were, didn't like, he put Shannon's body in a water tank or something? Yeah, and then, then he, pushed, he buried like, his daughters. Uh, did he didn't he like push them into a tank? That's I'm pretty how sure, killed but them. I feel he like he, over their head he buried he, he buried them. one person like someone I and think then he buried he, Shannon because like he'd already killed her. Oh yeah, maybe that then. Because they found Shannon's body first, and then they found the kid. And he even went into detail about how he killed the children. Like, he put things over their head, and they, they were, like, begging him to, like, stop. And, like, what oh are you doing? God. And he just pushed them into, like, a tank. Wow. You know what's really scary? Like, imagine one of the kids were, like, still alive. Like, they could have, like, said everything that happened, and then they would have known straight away. Because mm. imagine he, cause he pushed them in. So there was a chance that they could have still been alive. But they were they were young children. They were three and four years old. There's barely any chance. Sure. You could have it, it might have just been blunt force trauma from you know being thrown in a tank. Mm. Mm. But at least this one has like, like this one's resolved. Yeah, like, is it like a piece I hate. Of mind? I, I really. I mean, I don't hate it, but I prefer ones that are resolved. Just I, all like I, people who have confessed. But I also like not knowing. It's no, like, I, no, resolve cases make me like. I think there's a guy good in the world, but then there's so many cases that don't. Yeah. No, they make me feel like more anxious because like there's a man in this world alive there who's done all of these things. Like yes, he's in prison, but it's a man that like we're aware, we're aware of the identity. You know, I feel like it's even worse when like you in the story like people like I don't know like the police haven't been involved and like yes. they haven't done anything. Yeah. That's even worse because it makes you just like lose faith. Also because, like, with Shannon, like, I'm assuming that she probably didn't know about his, like, high, intense rage because, obviously, he's able to kill her and the two children. It just I shows that you only know anyone. Know about anger yeah, she always something. complained to his yeah. her friend, um, like, oh, he's, like, he's annoying me. And then, uh, like, um, when he, like, he... I think she... The night that he, like, killed her, she came back from, like, a trip. Yeah. And she, like, she texted her friend saying, like, oh, this is a bit, like, can I say this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. She had okay. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, like I. She was texting her friend, and she's like, oh, like I've just come back from like a, a week trip, and he doesn't even want to have sex with me. And then, but then mm-hmm. apparently, like he then he confessed saying that they did end up actually having sex, but then he killed her the next morning. I know. I think that's where um she, even before she went on the trip, she was kind of suspicious that he did have an affair because he wasn't. Yeah, because he just wouldn't spend time with her. Yeah. Um. Hate, yeah. Yeah. But it's just scary to think you don't know how far someone will will be willing to go. Mm. I mean, killing someone just so you can like, either he didn't just kill like the person he didn't want to be with. He also killed his children as well. Like, how is, well, how can you do that? I was I killing know. any life is like yeah, serious, I know, but like your own children. That's like I get. He didn't want her to be in his life, but he also didn't want like his kids, which is kind of crazy. Maybe he didn't want to have kids. Maybe no, brainwashed by this because woman. Because it also said that he terminated a pregnancy. Was she pregnant? Yeah, she was pregnant yeah. at the time. Oh, I don't realise. She was pregnant at the time. But oh. did it say it by how many months? Or? I don't know, but she was quite, I think she was quite far along. Because, like, in the, I, like, do, I honestly do in not the remember CCTV for, like, because they, ha- they had a camera outside of the house. So when she, like, came back on the night that he, like, killed her, like, she had, like, a bump and it looked quite big. So he, so. he clearly didn't want to have any more kids. 
I think you no. have to be a certain stage along to to for it to actually be a like a crime. Like, as a double homicide, yeah. yeah. I mean, did he know? Yeah, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, is she the big bull? Yeah, he yeah. probably. Knows. <laughs> Should we go on to the next story? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Do you want to take the third one? Yeah, I'll take the third Rahima's one. Is, is, look, my I, one, I haven't heard Rahima's one before. So my one, I feel one is like quite long. I'm, I'm sorry about really that. Um, so before I start, I got this um, story from a YouTube video from Bailey Serian. So make sure you guys watch her video because she, she's a lot better than me. Anyway, um, so this story is called The Black Dahlia. So there was a woman called Elizabeth Short, who had dark brown hair with often a flower in it. She had green eyes and she was born in 1924 in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. And her parents were Cleo and Phoebe Short, so she ended up splitting. And Elizabeth stayed with her mother in Massachusetts whilst her dad went to California. Um, So growing up, Elizabeth didn't actually like where she lived. And so her dad offered her a place as long as she did the cleaning and just like made dinner for him but this only lasted three weeks because according to her dad she would stay out all night and do no chores that were asked of her so and unfortunately this was the last time he actually ever saw her and instead of moving back to her mother she actually found a job at a place called Camp Cook it's a military base where she sold food and clothes and etc and this lasted nine months so then she went to San Diego um, with actually no plan and she went to a bar and she met this woman called Dorothy. And actually, um, you know, they spoke a lot and um, she actually offered her a place at her house. And Elizabeth, not wanting to oppose, only stayed for a month, from December to January. And at the end of that month, um, Elizabeth actually told Dorothy that there was this man called Red who was going to pick her up. And indeed he did with a stewed baker coupe, which will probably come useful in a bit. Um, so she left, and in January, on January fifteenth, nineteen forty-seven, the LA Dispatch Center was given a call about a dead body um, that was naked and found on the grass on the suburbs. And it was also, the the body was like facing up, and it was cut in half. Um, so the oh. body was like detached. There's two parts of the body, and there were no there's no identity given to the body, and so the police gave the name. Jane Doe, which we know now becomes Elizabeth. Now, with the body, it was cut from an inch above her belly. Her right breast was cut off. There were deep cuts from her on her forehead and cuts in her private region. And what I find the most like, weird and gruesome is that on her right hip, there was a game of noughts and crosses. I found that really disgusting. Um, and obviously what a lot of people do know is with this story um she was caught three inches from her mouth so it gave her a clown sort of mouth Um, and the police uh, realized that she probably was strangled as she had um like marks on her neck and as well as her arms showing that she was restricted and probably with rope um now the body the police have a way of like seeing if people are dead by like seeing where the blood is in their body. So let's say, for example, with Elizabeth, where she was found, um, if she died, all the blood would have gone to the like her backside. Whereas with 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 the body, it was found on her uh, on her face and her front side, showing that she actually when she died, she was lying like flat, like over face first on the ground, which I've just told the body that I told the police that she was moved. And what the police found very um, concerning was there was no blood on the scene. 
and it seemed like the all the like blood was drained from the body basically and they, so they had no leads so they decided to contact the girl who actually contacted them in the first place and her name was Miss Bersinger and she said that she went on a walk with her daughter to the shoe store and she saw the body and at first she thought it was fake um but and if she realized at that point it was a natural body so she went to the nearest house and called the police but she didn't want to go back because she didn't want her daughter to see the body so the police actually ran ran um ran the body for fingerprints and the id i id her as um elizabeth short and so they actually went to go contact her parents cleo um and phoebe cleo was the first like person who was near nearer to her um, so when they went to him, he was wasted and angry and said that he didn't actually want to I- I- identify her, which I find actually kind of strange because it's his own daughter. So instead they called um, her mother and she seemed to care a lot more since she actually flew to LA straight away. Um, so they also contacted Dorothy as they knew that she lived with her for a short period. And Dorothy told um, them how she was going to, she left with an, a guy named Red and he drove a um, a Studebaker coupe. So the police went to actually um, search the area um, to have any motels to see if there was any like, anything dodgy or anything with a Studebaker coupe. And um, thankfully, they actually did. Um, on the on December nineteenth, there was a man who signed to a motel with a Studebaker coupe, and his name was. Robert Manley. So they were able to find a picture of this man and bring it back to Dorothy to see if it if if it was the actual right guy, and she said yes. So and some information about this man was that he was married in California and he worked as a sales engineer. So on the seventeenth, two days before um, the body was found, he um, took off with a man called Harry. So the police went to go locate his house. Um, but I don't think they found anything. So they went to go to Harry's house and obviously both of them weren't there at this time. So they actually searched the garage and they saw the car that Robert was driving. So they actually waited outside his, outside Harry's house for two days. Um, and on the 19th, Robbie, Robert and Harry came back and at that point they searched the car and did tests on them, which they passed. They actually had no information on them. The media found out at this point and... Um, you know, like there was a lot of conspiracies going on. But what I find the most strange was that 27 people confessed to killing her, but they had no evidence of doing so. And like the evidence didn't match what they were saying. I find really weird. Like, why would you confess to a person, like to killing a person? But like, why? So why would you do it? Like, if you didn't actually do it, they actually um, received a letter from someone who actually seemed a bit dodgy since he, well, the person, um, actually emailed the police and her address book. And this address book was something that Elizabeth Short used every single day. But on the address book, there were pages that were ripped out, um, probably because maybe the idea of that person was there. Um, so uh, then the police actually saw this. George Hodel, a Hollywood actor, was apparently dating her and he threw loads of shady parties and, and had an overall shady past. Now, apparently, he was sexually abusing his 14-year-old daughter, and she actually became pregnant. Now, George Hodel actually tried to abort the baby, but it failed. So they put the baby up to adoption. So this shows that, like, he was a very, like, 
mm. strange man. Yeah. Um, so the police obviously got very concerned over him and they actually bugged his house on the 18th. And he actually, um, that, the actual transcript, he actually um, said something. He said, supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia, they couldn't prove it now um, because they can't talk to my secretary anymore because she is dead. Now, the secretary actually died of overdose. Now, now, knowing that he's a doctor, this does seem a bit um, weird because could he have overdosed her? Um, now, in, 19, in 1950 of April, they actually were, were going to charge him, but it was too late because he fled. And many people believe he fled to the Philippines. Um, now, another person actually confessed to killing her. Her name was Christine Reynolds, a 35-year-old woman, a mother of three. And she said that her and Elizabeth were actually having an affair. Now, at this time, it would have been very weird for women to have like love affairs. And it would have been seemed as unnatural. And one day, um, she believed that Elizabeth was actually having another love affair with a woman named Louise. So one day, she was very wasted, and she actually decided to go looking for her. And she did find her in a bar. Um, so they decided like to actually go home. So they were arguing and driving home. Um, so Christine was driving the car, and she felt the urge to choke her. And Elizabeth actually was able to get out the car. Um, but then Christine said that she was able to pull up the car and um, she had a pocket, she had a flip knife with her and she actually stabbed um, Elizabeth. So but then the police said something really that the police found quite concerning and it was the fact that um, she said that she shoved um, hair up her private region. Now this was information that wasn't actually given to the public so the police found that concerning but obviously since she said she did stab her there would have been blood on the scene which didn't really match up with the evidence. So they decided not to um, really um, use her as a, a suspect. And actually, um, she actually said that she um, she was actually dating someone on the police force, and that's where she heard the information from. Now, um, she actually broke down crying and saying that she only confessed because two days before the body was found, she found her body um, covered in blood. And she actually went to the police to confess and say that um, she like, must have killed someone, but they didn't take her seriously. And so she went back home and she couldn't live with the fact that she may have killed someone. So she wanted to tell the police that she killed Elizabeth Short. Um, now, the LAPD thought, well, now they think that um, there was a serial killer in Cleveland, Ohio, who would um, cut their victims so there were like two separate parts from the um, torsos and maybe Elizabeth Short was their last victim. That took a minute to get my head around. It's because there were so many people who confessed, which just seemed really weird. I think it was a cult and that she was a sacrifice because yeah. if it was a cult or an organisation, then it, it would have been several people involved and it makes sense that several people confessed. Yeah. What I find really weird is like what really stuck out to me was that the whole not to crushes on her right hip. So maybe like there's more people at play since you don't you don't usually play knots and crosses um by yourself, do you? Um so I just found something interesting out. Apparently the black um Elizabeth, she apparently um visited the Cecil Hotel bar on the evening of her disappearance. 
She oh. did what? Apparently, she visited the Cecil what? Hotel bar on the oh. evening of her disappearance. See, there is this linking really the story. Wrong. Oh my goodness! I think. Do people she... still go there? They changed yeah. their name, like try to rebrand. Yeah, but, but why? Like... Why do people still go there? Um, if all of these stories have all happened in the same place. But, yeah. so why do people still go there if all these stories have happened in like the same place? Maybe she didn't realize. Maybe it was a rebrand at that point. Maybe some people actually like to go places where so many things have happened. I mean, that, I understand that, but it's so weird how most stories link into like the same place. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. And since um, Sakina said before that there are many serial killers found at the um, Cecil, Cecil Hotel, yeah. maybe if this um, serial killer actually did um kill her then obviously maybe he was staying at this hotel also um the fact that the notes and crosses thing like loads of times people do like accidentally murder i don't want to say accidentally murder but like you know murder someone and then feel guilty but if they've then played like notes and crosses on her body that clearly means that they were they didn't feel guilty yeah they thought they nothing while committing it. yeah so that's why that reinforces but then why, I think why was but she could have been alive when they did that. It doesn't have to be after she's died. But then why did Christine Reynolds, the woman who found herself with blood when she woke up, like why was she covered in blood? Like what does she do? Yeah, her story kind of messes me up yeah. slightly. I don't understand it. I, I'm not saying it doesn't add up. I'm just saying it, it doesn't fit in. Like you wake up with blood, you go to the police, you confess, you break down, and then you say it wasn't you. Wait, wait, okay. She woke up with blood. And then how Two did days she... before the body was So how does she know that she killed this exact part like this person she assumed that basically she said that um oh, she went then to the this police. murder story then came out yeah. and then she assumed that it was her well okay. then maybe she actually tried to help her and yeah, because she was been. wasted um was she wasted yeah oh it could have been she was drugged maybe because Ooh. it could have been that she was drugged and then you know just but then if she was drugged somebody must have taken her back or would she have found her own way back home but why her or What's maybe, so important about her? And maybe because the Valkyrie's ex allegedly. Was oh, she? was she? I yeah. don't know. I can't maybe remember. it was to make her seem guilty. Like if she had blood all over her, then maybe the police thought, like, or wow. Maybe because they, person, she was involved in loads of homosexual relationships and might have just been a homophobic group. Yeah, that could constructed have. all of yeah. it. And because she was, I think she was also an actress, um, or um, was trying to be an actress, uh, which is why. Uh, if they just, you know, killed her outright, it would have been more suspicious. They orchestrated all of this. Are these all the people who confessed or are there more? There was 20... Um, Christine Reynolds was the 27th person who confessed. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, God. There's a lot. There's something a lot more sinister than what's to the eye to this matter. Yeah. Because even with this um, George person, like, why, why did he flee? Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just maybe he just left, and then people just assume they like no, tried to run away from fun something. Fun fact: um, his son, I think his name is like Steve. These facts aren't fun. Well, well, it's not fun fact. Sorry. <laughs> you just keep saying fun fact. Like, these facts aren't fun. Well, a fact was that um, Steve, his son, actually believed that his father was actually guilty, oh. and that um, in periods of time, his father would like come back to um, wherever he was stayed. And then uh, whenever there was like a case or something, he'd always flee. So possibly uh, he could be. Yeah, amazing. it's like all of these people, their their country, their contributions to the murder add up, but their placements don't. I don't understand the doctor. Yeah, exactly. It's like he's just so he he dated 
the um oh, he dated okay, yeah, he once, dated and her. then he sexually abused his daughter who was allegedly pregnant tried to abort it didn't work out and then freed so it's like they're there it's like but but very temporarily and when they're there they no i think he fleed because um he oh, knew the that the police fleed? were gonna charge her i mean him it's, it's a doctor who fled yeah oh okay I thought that was Wait, why is she called the black dahlia um don't know. true her name is her name's elizabeth or something she had flowers, but yeah, Dahlia uh, is a type of flower, I think, and the black Dahlia just because it's dark death. murder, yeah. 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 I didn't know that if they um don't have identity for the person, they just name them themselves. Well, maybe not now, but because um, I think the first thing that you do is identify them. Because like, I feel like I've heard the name Jane Doe, but mm. I haven't heard the name Elizabeth Short. Yeah. Very, very gruesome and scary and, story. Mm-hmm. Now we only have one more left. All right, D2. this one. Um, I decided to cover the Wonder Beach murders. And these uh, were the murders of Marianne Schmidt and Christine Sherlock uh, at Wonder Beach in uh, New South Wales. And I think Wonder Beach is, it's like, it's not a part of other beaches. It's like a, it's like, uh, Australia has a huge coastline and in Sydney slash New South Wales, it's split into different beaches and Wonder Beach wasn't a very popular beach. It was like, it was trashed. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a popular tourist destination. So um, to get started on the victims, uh, Marion Wait, Schmidt, all of these happened in the same place. Right, Wonder Beach murders. Yeah. It's just two murders. Oh, And okay. they, like they were discovered at the same time um then yeah then their bodies were discovered on the 11th of january 1965. marianne schmidt had arrived in melbourne victoria with her family from west germany in september 1958. at the time the schmidt family consisted of helmut and elizabeth her parents and her siblings helmut jr hans peter trixie and wolfgang just before uh just after the family moved to sydney the her father helmut schmidt died after contracting hodgkin's disease and then um and during, and then during the time of and then after that they moved house and that is where she met the second victim christine Chirac, and they were allegedly very close friends because they were neighbors and of the same age mm. uh christine Chirac lived with her grandparents jim and jeanette take and her father died in 1953, but her mother remarried and she chose to live with her grandparents and um, we don't know why. So, um, and on the morning, oh, on the 1st of January 1965, which was around the time of the surf music era, they visited the beach at Corolla, which is next to Wanda Beach and is mm. much more popular. And they wrote in the diaries that they had fun, they kissed some boys, they, um, and they, you know, they just, lived the life of teenagers since they were both 15 and then uh, a couple of days after that mrs schmidt was in hospital for a major operation and left marianne and helmut jr in charge of the household mm-hmm. and then marianne uh, and christine asked um christine's grandmother if they could take the children and everyone else to the beach and uh on the first day, they said no, since the weather was quite bad. And then on the on Monday the 11th, they said yes, and they went. Um, Is Monday the 11th the next day? Uh, or no, like a few couple days, days after. Okay. Um, and then, so uh, when, when Christine, uh, so Chris, it was Christine, Marianne, along with Marianne's siblings, and then they uh, they transferred at Redfern before reaching the breach at Cronulla and then they went to Wonder Beach afterwards. 
So um, uh, while at the beach, they swam, um, all the siblings swam in the water, they had a picnic. And then uh, sometimes at this point, Christine left the others and went off by herself. So uh, Christine left Marianne and the siblings just to play around. And then um, they went off. After Chirac returned, they decided that they wanted to go to Wonder Beach around 1 p.m. And then um, as they kept on walking towards the beach, the weather started getting bad and the children wanted to rest. And Schmidt told her siblings that her and Chirac would return and they, while they can rest. And uh, they told her to, them to leave their bags at the south end. And while the girls were walking away, Peter said that they were going the wrong way and they laughed at him and they continued to walk on. The Schmidt children kept on waiting until about 5 p.m. Uh, and then they decided to leave and go back home. Otherwise, they'd have missed the last train to get home. And then at 8 p.m. when they got home, they told um, Sherlock's grandparents and then Schmidt's mother. And on 8.30 p.m. they were um, reported as missing. And the next day, on Tuesday 12th of January, Peter Smith, a local was taking three his three nephews through the Wonder Beach Sand Hills for a walk, and then um, some distance north of the Wonder Surf Club, he discovered a mannequin type face buried down in the sand and realized it was a body. Uh, and oh then so and then he called the police. Once the yeah. scene was examined, uh, the first of all, uh, they knew that they found Schmidt's body. That was the one that had been called. And then after some more investigation, they found Chirac's body. Um, both of them had uh, scratch marks on their faces, and there was a thirty-four meter drag, like drag lines, showing that their bodies had been drunk. Um, and police, then the police decided that Sharok had fled, possibly while Schmidt was dying, and then she Sharok was caught and then uh, incapacitated and then dragged back to the body. And in, how did they know that he tried to flee? He tr- because if say if Schmidt died first, her wounds would have been older, oh. and then if there's drag marks and Schmidt was dead by then, it must have been Chirac who ran away, and then she was dragged back. Uh, and then they were they were they shifted about tons of sand to find anything else, and they found a bloodstained knife, but they were unable to link it to anything else. And then the autopsies were conducted. For Christine Asherot, they found um, a BAC of 0.0015, but there, uh, for, which is like an alcohol unit, but it was not in Schmidt's. And what I thought, what the, uh, something that's interesting is that Chirac had a cabbage and celery sandwich, but in the picnic food that they brought with them, there was nothing of the sort. So oh. it's so it's alleged that they went to someone's house or had dinner with someone. Wait, the, how do they know that? Autopsy. They can tell what sort of sandwich you had. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, not cool. That's interesting. Uh, Chirac's skull had been fractured by a blow to the back of the head and she had been stabbed 14 times. Schmidt's throat had been deeply slashed and she had been stabbed six times. Their underwear had been cut and attempts had been made to rape both girls. Um, Schmidt's brother Hans had viewed the photos of her body and said she'd been stabbed 25 to 30 times. She'd been almost decapitated because her throat had been cut so viciously and then it, while Chirac's well, while Chirac was missing and after Schmidt's body was found Wolfgang noticed a teenage boy hunting crabs with a spear gun around the around Wonder Beach and then he said that uh, he and then he said that he saw that boy before while he was hanging out with his sister with Christine and his sister Marianne before seeing him at the Wonder Beach murders 
And then um, after that, he came forward to the police, but there was no other lead in that case. Their funerals were held on the 20th of January, and there was a £10,000 reward. And in April 1996, in April 1966, the coroner handed down his report, and then police had interviewed around 7,000 people, and it, and it was the largest investigation in Australian history at the time. Um, despite as much a um, despite as much investigating that they did, it became a cold case, and none of the three main suspects, which I will cover in a second, um, had you know had solid evidence to be tried for murder. Um, however, there's there was a there was further uh, development on the case in two thousand and twelve in two thousand. And 2000s that there was a male DNA sample from a white pair of short, shorts worn by Chirac. So, um, and in July 2014, police said that a semen sample taken from Schmidt's body had been lost and could not be located despite an extensive search. Um, so the three suspects were, were first of all, um, Sec Johnson, as well as CEC. Tech. Tech. <laughs> Sec, um, Sec Johnson, no, he was a former detective who had investigated the murders and he was given a painting by Alan Bassett. Bassett was jailed for murdering a 19-year-old woman um, on, the night, on the night of Saturday 11th of June 1966. He was attacked, raped and strangled and had her skull crushed with a rock. Sent to prison for life, he served 29 years before being released. Uh, the painting he gave to Johnson was titled an A Bloody Awful Thing, and it showed an abstract landscape. Johnson believed that the painting showed blood, blood trails, a broken knife blade, and the, body of a, and the body of a victim resembling the Wonder Beach murder scene, and became convinced that Bassett was the Wonder Beach killer. Um, he also became convinced that it showed a scene from the murders that only the killer would know, as well as clues to the also unsolved murder of Kruger and Dowling Coa. Um, and there's two more suspects. Yeah, uh, there's two more. And the second the second suspect was Christopher Wilder, who was convicted of gang rape. Um, you are on a Sydney beach two years prior to the Wonder Beach murders. He was also charged with sexual offences against two 15 year old girls of um, whom he had forced to pose nude, and then he felt. And then he fled back to the US and in the first half of 1984 committed eight murders and attempted several more. Wilder accidentally killed himself during the struggle with police in New Hampshire on the 13th of April 1984. A third subject who wasn't well publicised until 1998 was Derek Percy, who had been imprisoned since 1969 for the murder of a child in Victoria. Percy was considered too dangerous to be released and is a prime suspect for, the, for a number of other murders for children in Melbourne and Sydney and died in 2013 for cancer. He was considered a leading suspect and because he can be linked to the, to the location and the date of the murders, there were no other links found and the police were expecting a deathbed a confession, but it never came. Uh, during the, in the days following, um, two far less well-known murders also occurred in around 1966 time, which can be connected to the Wanda Beach murders. The first is a 56-year-old cleaning lady named Wilhelmina Kuga was killed in the Piccadilly Centre on Crown Street in Wollongong. 
Her bloodied body was discovered at around 5.45 a.m. and she was brutally dragged down the escalator step on the escalators and stairs. She was then strangled, stabbed, mutilated, and then also found naked from the chest down. Police also found cigarette burns in her clothing and blonde hair was found at the scene. Similar, uh, in the time prior to the murder, Kukulka had become nervous that someone was watching her and had been driven to work by her partner. Similarly, the lights in the car park within the centre had shown recent signs of tampering and had been tampered with again on the morning of the murder. A major clue came during the investigation. A, a witness who lived near the centre was waiting at the gates of his property for the morning newspaper to be delivered and had reported seeing a vehicle speeding nearby at around 4.55 a.m. on the day of the murder. The witness described um, the vehicle as a rusty cream-coloured Chevrolet-type model. And the the murderer was never, this case remains unsolved. Police believe that this might have been the work of the Wonder Beach killer, but they wouldn't say why. The second murder which was linked to this was on the 16th of February 1966 when a 27-year-old shop assistant and prostitute from Bondi named uh, Anna Dowlingkoa went missing after leaving the taxi club in King's Cross. Ten, years, ten days later, at around 5.30pm, her semi-naked, strangled, uh, stabbed and mutilated body was found by a truck driver who had stopped at the side of Old Illawarra Road in Menites to change a tyre. Police immediately linked her brutal Jack the Ripper-like Jack the Ripper-like murder with that of Kruger, and investigators from that crime were called in to assist. They believed that the murder might have been based on the work of the Wonder Beach killer, prim primarily based on circumstantial evidence and similarities. In the Kruger, however, in both the murders, of Kruger and Dowling Coa, they believed that the killer was taunting them. In the Kruger murder, in the Kruger murder, a witness called himself as Gary and gave a statement that he and his girlfriend were sitting in a car parked in Railway Square, directly behind the Piccadilly Centre, when he saw you the utility pulling into the square sometimes between two thirty and three a.m. on the morning of the murder. Gary also stated that the vehicle circled Railway square three times before turning back onto Gladstone Avenue and parking opposite the Piccadilly Centre. Police checks revealed that no such person existed on any record and the address that Gary gave detectives was false. Wow. <laughs> that, that was like, that, that was, was a lot. longer than I'd expected it to be because... Um, I Wait, so no one confessed? No one confessed, no one came forward, but there was a big, there were three murders that, there was one murder originally of Marianne and Christine yeah but then there were two more murders afterwards in the exact same style yeah. so that made them think it was the same killer but people with that guy who was allegedly called Gary was taunting the police and giving them false information so we don't really know um if that was the murderer but uh, because his address was fake and everything he said wasn't true mm. so no one's actually how long did it take for them to figure that out it doesn't say. Oh. But, I, but if there's been not been a murderer, then mm -hmm. I guess not very long. Initially, with the whole like, beach story, I thought that was it a boy and a girl, or girl and girl. It was, was two, two girls. girls. Yeah, yeah I, and Christine. I thought that the two girls like they went to go like, go see some boys or whatever. Like they met some boys or something, and obviously instead of going home, they obviously went to go meet the boys, and then maybe the boys wanted to like um, you know have sex um but they obviously didn't want to and obviously they got maybe like, they got really scared and they decided like to like 
go to the police or run home or something and then the kind of, the situation escalated and then maybe that could have happened but i think because of like how they died and like how that how much trauma their body was their bodies were put through i don't really think it could have been that anymore what i found really weird was the fact that they laughed when they when they said that when uh, her brother pointed out that peter was when peter said that they were going the wrong way they laughed at him which i found really weird i mean it's your own brother telling you that you're going the wrong way why laugh because well, i think siblings just like yeah, yeah, yeah i know they're, they're like teenagers they might just want to like you know they're having fun they're not really telling their families they're gonna go meet some boys or whatever that could have been it yeah. was the beach like deserted yeah it was like a deserted beach it was quite um there was a lot of pollution and it wasn't very popular but uh so yeah no one really ever went there what's also weird is that they were they were allegedly really close to their families especially christine to her grandmother and the fact that they kept diaries and there was no record of this it's quite weird because like obviously it's not predictable but there's no inkling of them doing something like this either so there's either a side to them that no one really ever knew or this was completely out of their control. Was it? It was just random, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Hmm. I think they probably didn't know anything that was going to happen. Like, I think that they were meant to go to meet someone, but they didn't think that these people are going to be dangerous for them. Because obviously, they laughed it off when her brother asked, "Oh, where are you going?" Like, not you know, where are you going, but you know, you're going the wrong way. The sandwich was like interesting yeah because like although well with the like teenage girls like us for example or not us for example um <laughs> like obviously when there's like a situation with a boy like obviously you're close to your family but would you really tell them like oh you know like oh I like yeah. this boy like some girls don't think well like they, you'll, you'll attack your your sisters or your friends um Obviously, they had each other, so like, you know, yeah. Also, the fact that Wolfgang saw that guy that he was hanging out with Christine and Marianne uh, before, and then he also saw him with the spear gun hunting the crabs on Wonder Beach just after Marianne's body had been found, and Christine's wasn't. So, uh, maybe was their involvement kind of goes to show that maybe their involvement with boys was always they knew that it was negative, but they still did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you if you know that someone's died or been murdered in a beach, you're not gonna want to go to it back to it at least. So that's the end of DT's story, and um, I think we all really enjoyed doing this, don't we? Yeah, some of the stories are a lot more large and you know intense to think about. Yeah, I feel like the longer the story is, the harder it is to get your head around it because there are so many suspects. But I really liked every single one of them. And if you guys want to hear more of these sort of stories, or like, we could do. Mm. I mean, I think it was quite like or like graphic. missing. Yeah. I think it was people quite... who went missing, like, because there are loads of unsolved missing mm. stories where they haven't found a body and stuff. So that'd be kind of interesting to talk about. So if you guys want to hear more stories like these, you should follow us on our Instagram and let us know. Um, thank you so you much week. for listening, and um, tune in for our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.